0: This is the MMA Takes, Podcast MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Fucking go, huh? UFC London, what's up? What's up with the what's up, man? I'm fired up for this car. Just had dinner. A little Chipotle. Haven't had a while. Here's my stand-up routine. If I ever was a stand-up comedian, this is the bit I would lead. leave. People at Chipotle. The, old, the, the workers are fine people that are ordering listen who hasn't been to chipotle yet my mom leaves the house once a month she's been to chipotle plenty of times who hasn't been yet i would went there stop there get the the stuff for the family uh had to drop our dogs off my doggy little oat bear big old oats to my my parents because we're getting our house sprayed tomorrow for ants this house was was built on an anthill my wife cleans her butt off I'm a fairly neat guy. I know we got two crazy kids, but ants are everywhere. So we have to get heavy-duty guy coming in, how to get the dog. So I stopped at Chipotle. Anyway, guys in line, two people in front of me, talking to him, all kinds of rude. What's this? I want this. Well, And reaching over the, you mean know, there's a glass there, bud. You're not supposed to reach over the glass. Well, what's this right here? I want that. Nah, that doesn't look. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then the lady behind me, I get three things. One for me. One of my wife, and then the kids split one, right? So I'm ordering things and then I and then I go back and go, Oh, I forgot to order the queso for my wife. I was like, hey, can I have a small thing of queso? This little white woman, I mean, she's about four foot six, was pressed up on me, like looking at me like let's go. Like I got things. Bitch, step the fuck back. Don't get so close. I'm a big dude. Don't crowd my space. What you doing? God damn, you yeah, put me in a bad mood, but you know what put me in a good mood? UFC London. Here we are. I got three locks for you. Three of them. Send them home, which means this going to end in a finish. We got a dog lock, <clears throat> mortal lock, and I'm going to give my slime ball parlay. Slime ball parlay, that's right. That's what we're going to do. Uh, First and foremost, another ad. Your boy's got a couple ads. This is a quick one. If you are doing podcasts like myself, you want to see a beautiful face on camera, use Riverside. In the description of this podcast will be a link to use Riverside. Sign up. It is awesome. You've heard of StreamYard. You've heard of all these things. Riverside.FM. Riverside.FM is an amazing platform to record uh, podcasts. You can stream to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube's all the click of the button, HD audio, HD video, up to 4K, uh, Magic Editor, where you can, after you record, you can edit. It downloads locally to your computer, so you ain't got to worry about a bad Wi-Fi connection. It is a super dope app. So again, Riverside.fm, there will be a link in my bio. Click that if you want to look as good as me, if you want to have a podcast as cool as me. If you click that link, I'll come on your podcast. I'll talk about whatever you want. You got a podcast about the soil and plants. I'll come on. I don't know anything about it, but I'll, I'll talk about something. All right, let's get to London. Now, listen, London, mate. Now they're in London, mate. Uh, horrible English accent, but I'm trying. Um, they are going to be in UFC London. I should have had this pulled up. I apologize. But it's like my first time. Now, the, what's your, what's your, what's what's your habits? The, uh, the, the card has switched around a little bit. No fights have canceled off so far, but they have switched around a little bit. So I have the old print off that I'm just going to go with. So when you're looking at this and you're like, well, wait a second. You know, that's not the first fight anymore. I apologize. Okay. It's my first fight. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. It doesn't gonna change anything up. So just kind of keep with me. Go with the flow. Let's go with the flow. First fight of the night on my sheets. And I'm glad they moved this up. Did this get main card? This did get main card. I was surprised it was the first fight of the night. It is now main card. Jai Herbert, Lebanon and 3, plus 350. This line is a moving. And Lira, Lily Lily Taporia. He is currently minus 525. I had him. I got these sheet lines yesterday at 475. It's 475, minus 25, 25. Heavy line for our guy. Got a little skirmish little skirmy skirm with uh, old Patty, the Batty. <sighs> Patty is, is, I had a buddy of mine who is very, I mean, knows nothing. He knows Conor McGregor. And I think he knows could be maybe John Jones does not a good friend of mine does not pay attention to MMA at all. He messaged me today. as like, how big can Patty about Batty be? How good is he? Uh, you know, he signed with Barstool Sports, my buddy, you know, and as am I, our friends are fans of Barstool Sports. You know, obviously, that's how he got the name out. And I just had to explain to him, like, you know, Dave Portnoy is saying Patty can be as big as I know we're talking about Torporia here, but Patty can be as big as Conor McGregor. Maybe they fight different, but I can tell you right now, for, and I like Patty. I'm not a Patty hater. I'm a fan of him. If he fucks with torporia at 45 or 55 currently, he gets fucked up. The little skirmish they got into yesterday was a little, you know, what, what, what are we doing here, boys? What are we doing here? But, uh, good fight. This is kind of an odd fight. You know, uh, both these guys want to get on the card. Obviously, Herbert is from England. Big kid at 155. Toporia coming up. He's a huge favorite. Uh, ja Herbert coming off his first UFC win, I believe. Yes, first UFC win over Carmel Worthy. Before that, he got finished by Tornado and Moicano. Both decent competition, but he did not out Carmel Worthy, which who the fuck can't? Uh, and Taporia's has just been unstoppable in the UFC. I know he's forty; uh, he's a 145 er he's 5'7", a little undersized. Taking this fight at 55, he's obviously going to have a size uh, disadvantage. Look great against Ryan Hall. Look good against Damon Jackson. Look good against Yuzi Salah, which was his only fight that goes to decision. This guy's good on the feet. This guy's good on the ground. Everyone loves him. Vegas is backing him. Everyone's picking him. I'm picking him here. Of course, I'm not going to take Jai Herbert. I think Herbert is a solid fighter. I think he can... Have a good fight if he really stays within himself and really uses his length and distance. He is a good striker. He does have some power to his name. However, he does slow down. He does have some chin issues. Ground game kind of questionable. I think Taporia can kind of mix things up. I think he's good everywhere. Um, so Toporia is that. And that is, I hate to say this, guys. I'm sorry. Slimeball candidate number one is little Toporia. I'm high in this kid. I like this kid. The number's high. And uh, I think he's going to get a finish. I think we can play that number down by a finish here. Uh, I can look at props while we're here. Are they released yet? They sure are. Uh, So Toporia... excuse me a tour by tko 200 submission plus 110 so they're obviously vegas is saying that he's gonna win by uh by submission here kind of like tko as well i think you can catch that herbert uh either way you're obviously getting a better number than minus 575 or 525 whatever he is but i hate to admit it i am going to take um and he's gonna be one one nomination one candidate for the slime ball laugh it up go ahead Call me a chalk guy, whatever you want. Listen, I think the kid's good. All right, I think he's good. All right, next up, you got uh, ooh, almost fucked up my sheet. Nathaniel Wood minus three twenty versus Vince Morales. Good little bang of a fight here. Uh, I'm I'm high on Nathaniel Wood. Nate Wood, that's what we call him in um in uh, America. We would call him Nate Wood. I wouldn't call him Nathaniel. Uh, but listen, he's had an up and down UFC career. He came in with a lot of hype from the UK scene, Entered the UFC against Johnny Wordo choke, you know, three fights in a row with finishes, ran into the ja job Dobson, which was a very competitive fight. He looked very good. John Dobson, John ja Dobson, not in the UFC anymore. I don't believe. And like, but you know, John Dobson's got that little power, that little annoying twerp and I can call him a twerp. He's got fucking power. Uh, and he caught him and then he rebounded well against Casarada, who's a solid, solid fighter, and then lost the decision to Casey Kennedy, just couldn't keep up that pace at wrestling. He's getting Vince Morales here. Vince Morales coming off a win, I believe two wins, excuse me, uh, one by decision over Jacob Rodriguez, nah, who cares, and Luis Smoka. You know, he finished him in the first round, so that I, I'll give him that. But besides that, you know, the Gutierrez kick, uh, fight with the leg kicks, he got chewed up bad. He got chewed up with leg kicks in the Smoker fight as well, or the Rodriguez fight, I can't remember. Benito Lopez, again, a solid uh, fighter. Got decision loss to him. Beat Azal, Alman's a hobby by decision. Lost to Song Yidong, uh Lost in the contender series by DeMarco, Domingo Polarte. Uh, fought once in Bellator and came to the UFC. So morale kind of all over the place. I believe he was an alpha male guy. I think he has left, but don't hold me to that. Um, but listen, I like Nathaniel Wood here big. I think Nathaniel Wood has good striking, good cardio. He looks to be in phenomenal streak. There's a picture of him looking lean with the most veins I've ever, I didn't even know you had veins in your abs. Okay. I haven't seen my abs pretty much ever, let alone veins in my abs. So it, he is absolutely shredded. Um, he's fought some good competition has looked good and, and he's got caught in the past. He gets a little over aggressive. His defense isn't great. Miss Morales coming off. It's two win, re- win streak in the UFC. Probably very confident, I'd imagine. However, he's going to run into a ball saw here, Nate uh, Nate Wood. And I like it so much that I'm going to have to lock it up. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock little it up. underwater zombie sound. That's my motor lock right there, Nate Wood. Minus 320. I think he's gone up a little bit as well. Uh, let's go back here to old DraftKings. Shout out, DraftKings. 320 so he's held steady at 320 that is my mortal lock i know again it's chalky it's chalky i know let's see what nate wood would be by uh by finish here nate wood by TKO plus 330 by submission 275 by decision plus 150 i like all those i like all those props i i don't have a great read i have TKO written down here uh just because morales did get TKO by chris gutierrez by leg kicks um his chin has held up fairly well um but, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning KO, TKO. Surprised the submission line is. Oh, I mean, he does have good submissions, I guess. He could hit him, and then Morales could go down. And he can get a neck. I guess that's smart by DraftKings. I wrote down TKO. I'm going to stick with TKO. But I, that's, an, again, mortal lock, Nathaniel Wood. That's a must bet. I know it's high. I'm sorry. But if you've got a fat bankroll, it shouldn't be that damaging. That's a parlay piece. That could be an anchor in your parlay. And that is slimeball candidate number two. Number two right there. Two chalky plays off the bat. Uh, and I'm not sorry because I'm picking winners. Elise Reed, plus 200. She is 4 and 1 versus Corey McKenna, uh, Welsh. I thought she was Irish. 6 and 1. She's a minus 250. Um, Elise Reed debuted in UFC, had a little bit of hype around her, took her as a huge underdog over Sajar Eubanks. Eubanks destroyed her. Um, bad read on my part. She's got a good win. She's got some good wins. You know, she's got Hillary Rose, Jillian DeCourcy, you know, um, Jasmine Dravad. Gerv- Java Java-dacious, Javadacious, whatever. Corey McKenna came in against Kay Hansen. in a fight. I thought she lost. I thought she lost to baby K. That's what I thought, but it was very, very competitive. Uh looked good on the contender series against Vanessa Dimo Dima Demo, Demo, Demo Palopelopis? Palop, Pal, Some guy DM'd me said, Why are you so bad at pronouncing names? I said, I was born with marbles in my mouth. That's why. Uh but Corey McKenna is a real deal. She's she's a scrappy girl. Still figuring out, very young, very young in MMA with age and record. Uh, likes, you know, Fight's kind of like what you would expect a young female fighter to fight. She likes to get to the ground. She likes to be a little scrappy there so she can stand up a little bit. Um, and Elise Reed didn't really show me much in the Sajar Eubanks. I think that's why she's getting this plus, this big plus number here. I do think she's pretty good. Uh, I didn't tape study this fight just because I had before. I'm um, Raku McKenna. I think it's going to go decision. It's going to be a scrappy fight. I think Elise obviously will fare better here because when she fought Sajar Eubanks, I believe that was at 125. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because charge is a 125 or a pretty big one at that. Let's go here. Yeah, 125. So this fight's at 115. Obviously, more in her wheelhouse. She's not the biggest uh, female out there. So I like Corey McKenna, though. I thought she showed some good flashes in the win against Kay Hansen. Very close fight. Got it done to the judges. Not to me. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm not. Go fuck yourself. But uh, either way, uh, I like Corey McKenna here. Probably a no bet for me. Uh, Decision is what I'm looking at. Decision prop. Let's see what that is. It's probably absolutely uh, fight. It's probably will fight to be won by unanimous decision. Yes. At minus 165. Fight to be won by split majority decision plus 300. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, fight go to the distance minus 280. You know, I think it's going to be a close fight, but fight won by unanimous decision, minus 165 for a yes. I think that's a pretty interesting bet right there. Fight to be won by split of majority at plus 300. If you're a gambling man, you know, it could be a close competitive fight. You know, we're in London. I don't really... It's been so long since we've been there. I don't know how bad the judges or how good the judges are in London. I think they're pretty good. I mean, there's a big MMA scene over there. Uh, So I would go unanimous decision, Corey McKenna. I think it's going to go decision anyway. uh, Give me Corey McKenna. Next up, fight I'm looking forward to. Probably not the most, but one of the... It's up there. Jack Shore. He is a plus one twenty five underdog. He is fighting Timor Valiev, who is a minus one forty five favorite. This line is moving as well. Jack Shore is your underdog, darling. He's currently plus one hundred. Timor Valley minus one twenty. It is Wednesday. This is on DraftKings. Lines are moving. People are betting. If I'm, if you know, if I'm as smart as I think I am, I I, I think that uh, Jack Shore is 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 gonna move. Two probably an even or slightly favor because Tom Aspinall line completely switched since I did it on the Anakin Florian. So this could happen as well. Interesting fight though. You got two scrappers. You got two really high level guys. Jack Shaw defeated Two more valleys. Only lost in the UFC. He's not really lost. He did get fucking starts. I don't care what you say. Motherfucker got knocked out by Trevin Jones. Trevin Jones slapped him. Weed or not, right? But he rebounded against Martin Day. Who gives a shit? Close fight against Honey Barcelo, So he hasn't really fought the high-level competition in the UFC. Yet. Outside the UFC, he had fought some really good competition had a great record. Jack Shore's a guy who comes in. Again, you know who we got here. You got Nolan Hernandez. Okay. Aaron Phillips. Okay. Hunter Zerk. Good win. Got caught by the UFC, but that was a very good one. Very close fight. And Ludvich Shalalan. Ukrainian. Fighting for his country. Way to go, Ludvik. Uh, And he's a stud, too. He's a good, you know, keeps a good pace, good cardio, good grappling. Jack Shore handed him pretty well. Jack Shore, Welch, he's from Wales, uh, which is apparently a different country than England. Who knew? But um, Jack Shore, good grappler. Striking is coming along. Tough kid. Confident as I'll get out. Timor Valley is getting very overlooked here. I understand it. Timor Valley is a solid dude. Has more experience. Has fought, I think, the higher high level competition. Has a good game as well. Good striking. Um, good grappling. Sets a pretty good pace. This is going to be as even as they get. I think this fight goes to decision. I think it's going to be a very close fight. But, man, if you're giving me Jackie Short dog money. I'm the dog. Big, bad, dog. Bounty Hunter. Give me Jack Shore, baby. Let's go. Jack Shore, underdog money. Now, listen. I'm I'm giving my picks for free. I know every asshole out there that charges for picks, they're going to give Jack Shore as well. You're getting it here for free. I'm very confident in this pick. Um, I like Jack Shore a lot in this spot here. going could be a very, very tough fight. I like the fight to go to the decision. And uh, it's going to be very competitive. High level in May. A little bit of a chess match. Can Jack Shore take him down and pose this game? Can Seymour Valiev take him down and pose this game? What's the striking going to look like? There's a lot to be asked, and I cannot wait. Solid, solid fight for uh, some really good top prospects here. And you're giving me dog money again. I'm going to take dog to bounty. I'm going to take the dog, baby. Next up, Nikita Krylov, 27-8. He is uh, minus 190. Kind of a strange line versus Paul Craig from Scotland. he's a plus-160. This fight broke my brain. This is the fight that broke my brain. So, two experienced mid-to-high-level 205-pounders. Paul Craig on a run right now. Nikita Krylov has fought everyone, right? Nikita Krylov has his biggest, you know, he doesn't get really knocked out much. He's a pretty solid dude, but he has been submitted before. Paul Craig is a submission ace. You know, last two times out, I mean, listen, he, he took Jamal Hill's elbow. He's got Jamal Hill's elbow man, mounted on his wall. Yeah, that motherfucker has that. Uh, and then Marcia the Shogun Hua, which he had a close fight with before, came back, TKO'd him. And then Azagulov, he submitted with triangle choke as well. He His last, God, he's on a four-fight win streak if you don't count the draw to to uh, Shogun. Vincent Moreira, rear naked choke. Uh, Gazmarad and Tugolov triangle choke, Shogun tapped the strikes. Jamal Hill, his last loss was that Alonzo Menifield by knockout. Big powerful puncher, Seminic, Kenny and Jake. Oh, man, Jimmy Crute, he lost to Jimmy Crute by uh, Kimura, but that was back in 2018. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. This isn't a first, but this might be a first for the people that are are new. Okay, I have Nikita Krylov written down here. Not only not only do I have him written down, because this, this fight has broke my brain. It has broke my brain. Not only do I have him written down, but I have a little green dot next to his name to indicate possible slime ball. I am switching my pick. Switching my pick. I am going Paul Craig, and I'm going to hammer by submission. It is done. It is official. Nikita Krylov has been submitted before in the past a bunch of times. Paul Craig has a lot of confidence right now. Nikita Krylov also has this thing where he likes to take it to the ground. Paul Craig is just as dangerous off his back as he is on top, right? The guy is dangerous. Decent striking. Kind of leaves himself open a little bit. If Nikita Krylov... You know, I, I think it sometimes becomes like a chess game with some of these guys, a dick-swinging contest. He might be like, fuck it, I'm going to be fine taking him, kind of like Jamal Hill did, and then you weren't. But Nathina Karloff coming off loss of Magomed man Mar- Mar- no big deal. Johnny Walker decision. Glover Tissera split decision. That was back in 2019. Close fight there against the, against the champ. But Jan Blachowicz, arm triangle choke. That was his his last finish back in 2018. And then uh, Misha Sirkinov got him by guillotine in the UFC. Um, and then outside the UFC, or excuse me, inside the UFC, Von choke. Back in 2014, Pelé, so that, that's an arm triangle choke with Vlad Machyshenko. Vlad Machyshenko back in 2013 must have been 100 years old. <laughs> you're, you're getting arm triangle choked by him. Another, Vlad, Vlad Machyshenko choked him twice by arm triangle within within a year of each other. Holy shit. Um, so the point is the guy gets submitted a lot. He's hard to put away with the strikes. He's a tough, durable guy. He's got a lot to fight for. He's fighting for Ukraine. Uh, I, I fade it morose, which is a bad, bad idea, but... I switched my pick to Craig here. I'm going underdog no Craig at plus 160. I, this line is kind of kind of baffling me a little bit. I think Nikita Krylov, it, it's a really good fight. And it's staying. It's still 190 versus uh, plus 160. Let's see Paul Craig by submission. Plus 450, Paul Craig by submission. That is a juicy number. When I, I know Nikita Krylov is high level, but pi, Paul Craig by submission, he can do it all three rounds. He has good cardio. We saw the Ankalaya fight. Second left, triangle. Paul Craig plus four fifty by submission is is I mean that's four to one It was five to one on your money I like that a lot um, I thought that number would be a little bit worse but it's not so give me Paul Craig I like it baby the Scots Scotland okay so I so what I did was I said I was going to follow my sheet <laughs> I started following the computer fuck it not matters Shami Akamar oh, here we go all right here we go let's get let's get ready. No marbles in the mouth. No marbles in the mouth. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Shamil Abud- Abdul Rachmanov. I think I got that. Versus Sergey Pavlovich. Sergei, Sergei Pavlovich. I call him Sergei. Uh, but Sergei Pavlovich hasn't fought in a while. 14-1 is only blemished to Alistair Overeem. But his wins in the UFC are Marcelo Gong. Cool. Good win. Said fucking nobody. Maurice Green, the crochet boss. Listen, I like Maurice Green. I think his personality is great, but you know, I don't know how high level he is. Pass back in 2019. Cyril cancel canceled fight. Tom Asimov, canceled fight. Tanner Bozier canceled fight. Hasn't fought since 2019. He's getting Shamil... I'm not gonna try to pronounce that last name again because I fucking crushed it the first time. Uh this guy's fought kind of everybody in the heavyweight division and has looked really kind of pedestrian his last two times out. Curtis Blaze got him by stoppage back in 2019, and then Chris Dawkins got him by stoppage in 2021. Both high level fights. He does have some wins over Andre Lasky, which I didn't think he won. Chase Sherman, which he knocked out. Marcin Tybor, which he knocked out as well. Derek Lewis got him. Uh, listen, he's fought fucking everybody, but the, the theme is, is he can get taken down and get TKO when he gets a little tired you know what I mean that's kind of his thing and uh I think that's what's gonna happen here I think Pavlovich is gonna take him down I think the little number is wide I don't know if I gave the number because I'm too excited I'm all over the fucking shop here um where are you at here you go plus 250 for Shamil minus 320 for Pavlovich um I like Pavlovich here it's a big 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 number I get it I think Pavlovich is gonna take him I think you're gonna get a better price at the finish obviously you're gonna get a better price I don't think you're gonna um, I just think Shamil's probably cooked. I think he's done. Uh, you know, he's overcooked. Pavlovich by uh, TKO is a minus 200. Man, uh, yeah, Vegas is on it as well. Uh Shamil's cooked, he's done. He's well, he's well done. So um, yeah, I mean, listen. At that, I mean, minus 200 with a prop, you know, you your props are I just I would stick with Pavlovich. He's not a slime ball candidate for me. But I do think he could be a good parlay piece. I just don't love betting heavyweights sometimes, especially heavyweight that hasn't fought since 2019 and has kind of a weak record. Um, at least, in, or not a weak record, a weak UFC record. He's 2-1, but the guys he beat, who fucking cares? Uh, so I'm going to give Palovich and I'm going to give him the sign. I'm going to give him my seal of approval that he could be a parlay piece. He could be a parlay piece for sure. All right, Mike Grundy. As my boy Christian would say, twelve and three. He is a where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Minus one fifty. This line's moving. Versus Makwan Amir Khani, He is a plus one thirty. Um, people are very upset by this line on Twitter. Right before I got thought so. Mike Grunny's now a minus one eighty. Amir Makwan he's plus plus one fifty five. of pure principle, I can see people hammering Amir Khani because they're like, who the fuck's Mike Grunny to get this line? I get it. Mike Grunny's a grappler wrestler. He slows down, but he's fucking very good at what he does for at least two rounds. Amir Khani struggled with Kamala Kirk with his wrestling last time. Amir Khani does have some submissions off his back. He does have good grappling himself. I just don't trust him. Like, he's 16 to 7, and, and you know, he's bounced around camps. Where's his head at? The guy's a good looking dude. He's Mr. Finland. He's out there fucking whoever he wants. Chicks are just probably sleeping at this guy's door. Wakes up. Oh, I guess I got to have sex before I go to the gym. That's this guy's life. I know it. How motivated can you be in MMA? I'm going to go grunty here. I know it's not a popular pick. I'm not confident. This is a fight I would avoid. I literally have written down avoid here. This fight will go to decision, I believe. Let's try to sweeten the line a little bit. See w- what plays we can make here. Uh, okay, so Grundy by decision is plus one twenty. You can, you can. I don't see him smitting him. I don't see him TKOing Amir Khan. Amir Khan is tough. Decision plus one twenty, I think, is a great play. And if you really want to get crazy, and you love Amir and he and he's he's good at that plus number for you. Cool. But then there's a little seasoning. There's a little sweetness you can do. By submission, plus 600. I can see Americani catching him with an arm. Got good arm bars, good chokes. Is good on the ground. Six to one. Decent little price there for the money. I know a lot of people are upset by this. I, I, and I'm a little confused by the line as well. But I'm going to take Grundy here. I just want to hear Christian say Grundy. Grundy. Uh, but I do have this written out as a void. Um, you know, I don't have the best read on this fight. I'm going to go Grundy by just grinding him out. Grundy by grinding? Uh, and he just seems Just a little unmotivated Again Guy's getting so much Fucking trim Yes I still say trim He's getting it all over the place Look at his topology picture I mean I'm, I'm clicking it right now There's chicks all over this guy This guy don't give a fuck This guy fucks It's a fuck machine Alright Next up Jai Herbert was leader it Already did that See I'm already I'm all over the shop now Let's go What What's the next fight Okay, so let's go. Did that? Did that? See, this is why I should have just re. I should have. Should have. I should have just reprinted my sheet, right? I'm trying to save trees over here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Muhammad Mokev. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. I should have looked at an audio file. Muhammad Mokev versus Cody Durden. This fight's got a little bit of hype, a little bit of steam on it. This is officially the first fight of the night. Uh, Muhammad is. Heavy favorite. Minus 410 versus Cody during 310. This line is absolutely bonkers to me. Where are we at here? 350 to 270 now. 350 to... Okay, so the line has come down a little bit. So Muhammad is now at 350. I had him at 410 yesterday to 270. So the lines come down a little bit. People are calling to prevail. But Muhammad is the guy coming out of England now. This is the fucking man people are talking about. Good, grass, good wrestling, good grappling, undefeated, had a crazy amateur record, like 26-0 or something like that. Kid apparently is really good. You look at his record, decision, uh, exhibition, he had a kick to the body, uh, rear naked choke, tap the strikes, decision, no contest, groin kick, and then rear naked choke was his last win out against Blaine O'Driscoll. Sounds like a fucking cowboy name. I love it. And now he's getting Cody Durden. Now he called, or Cody called him out. He called Cody out. Again, apparently Cody said some shit on Twitter and people didn't like it. Uh, I get it. I get that. You know, he's kind of a piece of shit. Whatever, but he's a tough piece of shit. Unfortunately, he is. Uh, Chris Gutierrez decision or draw decision. He got the shit kicked out of him on short notice, and he held. I mean, Chris Gutierrez is a good striker, and he held pretty well. Jimmy Flick flying, uh, flying triangle choke. That was absolutely insane. And then Orlichee Wrong uh, decision. He he beat up Orlichee Wrong all over the place. And then pre UFC career scoggins jared scoggins i think that's justin scoggins brother the decision loss and then ryan holy rear naked choke back in 2018 ryan Hollis, excuse me, he's 14 and 13. Uh, yeah, that's not a great loss, Durden. But this kid has some toughness, American top team out of Atlanta. He's going against Muhammad Mokev, who is the England boy. Everyone loves this kid. I looked up extensive tape of Muhammad, and I'm impressed. Listen, should he be this high in his debut against a durable guy like Durden? Probably not. I would probably pl- price Muhammad maybe at minus 200 with the hype and with this record, but he's only 5 0. Durden has proven himself in the OC. And he has looked pretty good. He's looked pretty durable. Um, but Muhammad is slick, man. He's got decent striking. His grappling is obviously next level. Uh, and he doesn't slow down. He's fucking really upbeat and fast at 125. I like Muhammad here. I think, you know, I what do I have written down here? I have a decision win. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like a finish, really puts a stamp on this because he called for this fight. He doesn't like Cody. Cody's kind of the bad guy. I think they've exchanged some words. I don't know if it was like a patty Taporia situation. But I think... According to Twitter, there has been some exchange of words between these two. Um, you know, I like, but I like Muhammad. I, I can't fade him here. I want to fade. Everyone wants to fade the new guy. You know me. I get boo, 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 boo. I get googly eyes to the new guys. I like the new guys. So Muhammad is my pick. I know he's high. He's not a slimeball candidate. Maybe you can put him in with another with another piece. But as a three-fight ball, I, I just don't know enough about him. I do think he's very talented. But Cody is a big test. Cody is a big test, even though people think he's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? He's a big test. So uh, that's a really good fight. All right. So, again, I'm all over the place here. So I got that fight, got that fight, got that fight, got that fight, got the fight. Okay. So now we're on to Molly McCann. Molly Meekball McCann versus Lena Carolina. Molly, every time they're going to come to England, Meatball's going to fight. This is on the main card. She brings energy. She brings passion. She screams. Um, not the most highly skilled woman in the world. I don't think. I love her personality. I love her grit. She's durable. Tough as can come. Lou Kalina. this is a girl who I pay kind of wrong, right? She, on the contender series, looked pretty good. Uh, decision Cachuera, which, I mean, okay, Lost to Lipsky by kneebar, gruesome Kneebar. bar, then rebound well against Panna Botello and then Lupi Guns Garnez. Her takedown defense looked great. She looked strong in there. That's where Molly's going to have to win this fight. Molly's going to have to try to take her down, and Luana Carolina looks like she is working on a takedown offense. However, Luby Gonzalez is a small 115. She was tiny at 125. Luana Carolina is much bigger than her. I think Meatball is going to be stronger. She's chaining with a really good grappling camp with uh, Patty the Batty and all those guys at that, that camp out in Liverpool. I like Molly here. I don't love her. I like her. I think this fight's going to go with a I didn't read the line. Again, minus 125 for Molly, plus 105 Carolina. I see a lot of Carolina love. I get it. I get it. I think there's some real value there. Um, but it's hard for me to pick against Meatball, right? I, I like Molly McCain. I like her, her intensity. It's gonna be a close fucking fight. Let's see. Let's see what the uh split decision thing is here for this uh this fight. Because that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Fight to be. Won by split, a majority decision, yes, plus 350. That's something I'm looking into. Will the fight, uh what is it? Will the fight go to the distance? Minus 330, of course it will. Probably, probably not worth betting that. Just bet Molly straight up. Uh Will the fight be won by unanimous decision? Yes, minus 165. I can see a fucking split decision here. I can see it being very close. Molly isn't in a lot of close fights. Didn't she just win her last fight with a split? Or was that just, no, just a decision. Okay, so she's never won a fight by split. Junior Kim fight was very very close Um, Yeah listen I like by decision If you want to get wild go split I'm a wild boy I might get wild here I understand the value There's value boys out there The value boys are going to take Carolina Even if she loses They're going to tweet out That's the right play That was the right value Uh, I'm taking meatball here Molly I got a little soft spot for her to Nelson 17-5-1 He's back Go Gun, He's back uh, plus, uh minus 460, 400 is what I got. Takashi Sato plus 300. This line's moving. I know it is. What we got here? Gani, minus 490. Sato plus 360. Yes! Smoke boom boo-boo. Those are hefty lines. Hefty lines. Um I get this pick out on Anakin Florian. So obviously, if you, if you heard that, you heard my thoughts on it. Gunnar Nelson just seems a little undersized. Sato is a pretty good size 70, coming off some rib injuries. But, you know, Gunner's always been really fucking good. I remember back in, back in the Sure Dog days, back in the the underground days, back in the forms when I would hammer in those forms, Gunnar Nelson was supposed to be the next guy. Everyone loved this guy. You know, when Gunnar came to the UFC, finally came to the UFC, Debut in the UFC, undefeated against uh, DeMarcos Johnson, rear-naked choke. Santiago decision, Amir McManoff, guillotine choke, and then Zach Cummings, rear-naked choke. This guy was like, oh, prime, prime. Three months later, he takes a fight against Rick Story. At the time, Rick Story was just a durable, fucking tough dude at 70. Split decision loss. And then, you know, and then the Thatch and then Maya. I mean, you know, when you look at his record, it's actually... Not as bad as I once expected. He's got some good wins here. I mean, Damian Maia lost. He was, it was a ground fight. I mean, you're, you're going to lose that fight when you can't get Damian Maya off you, but he didn't get submitted. Got knocked out po- by Nebo early. You know, that's going to happen. Nebo does have some power. Uh, just completely destroyed Cowboy Oliveira. Out fucking just hit elbow. You need plastic surgery. Leon Edwards' fight was close. He dropped Leon Edwards in that fight. Split decision win for uh, Leon Edwards. It was a close fight. I I had no problem with that. And then Gilbert Burns just kind of outclassed him a little bit. That was back in 2019. I thought he was just maybe burnt out, wanted to take some time off. Seems like a guy that's like, you know, he's so cool, calm, and collected. Seems like a guy that might be get burnt out, but apparently he had some nasty rib injuries. And then you look at Sato here, who he's got a puncher's chance, and that's about it, right? Miguel Baeza choked him out last time he fought. Jason Whitty knocked out in 48 seconds. No grappling needed. Blah Muhammad, you know, handled this guy in the third round, choked him out, re-naked choke. Uh, and then uh, what's that? Uh, outside the UFC and Pancras, Giacomo Franca, uh, sleeper choke. And then he's been, you know, he's been choked out twice, right? Twice, three times, three times in his career. Uh, three of his four losses are by submission. Gunnar Nelson happens to be really good at submissions. Um, So, I like Gunnar Nelson by submission. And this could be my send him home. Send him home. Johnny send Anna. him home early. Send him home early, baby. Let's see what Gunnar Nelson is by submission because it seems like DraftKings are on top of these. Gunnar Nelson by submission is minus 110. That's your play right there. He possibly could TKO at plus 600. And there's an opportunity by decision win at, uh, at plus 240 because it's been a little bit since we've got, seen Gunnar. Maybe he takes his time. Maybe Sato's been working on a lot of stuff, but he just got choked out not too long ago. Baez is very good, but Gunnar Nelson is, is a different class on the ground, so I like uh Gunnar by submission. There, he's my send him home. I don't think it's going to do a decision. Gunnar Nelson by uh submission. Here we go. Next up, Patty the Batty versus Rodrigo Vargas. Patty is a minus 490, Vargas is a plus 360. Has this moved at all? Patty 510, minus 510 plus 375. So this is. This is the hype. This is the hype train that we're that we're getting here. This is, uh, listen, Patty. Okay, listen. I like Patty. I root for people that are going to help MMA move forward. I'm a Conor fan because of what Conor's done for the sport. I've said this before. Patty's great for the sport because he's gonna be. He could be a huge star. Now, what people don't realize with Conor, at least maybe people who are now just getting UFC, they they look at Conor like this guy doesn't want to fight in X amount of years. When he came to the UFC, he was seven and zero, right? Won two titles and six of the seven wins before the Diaz. He won by finish, by knockout. One decision win in those seven that seven fight win streaking was Max Holloway. Paddy's only fought once, and if you looked at his contender series, or excuse me, his fights outside the UFC, there's been some small hiccups and. I don't love that he really gets fat between his fights, you know, he, he, because your whole camp is just worried about your diet as opposed to getting better. He is, a, you know, I was on Anakin Florian talk about this. Kenny Florian had good information, said that he's working with Justin Flores, who's a stud wrestling coach, to work on his takedowns. Patty is a ground guy. He's not a knockout guy. I know he's coming off a knockout win. He's signing with Barcelona Sports. A lot of people in Barcelona Sports do not know about MMA. They do have their own little MMA thing, but a lot of the, the bigger guys don't follow MMA and they're all like, get him, Patty, you know. He's not a knockout guy, right? Because Vargas is a guy who's durable he's tough he's got some beach muscles you know um he's been uh submitted one time by reverse triangle choke back in 2013 but he's not you know he's not really fighting a lot of people out there you know uh comes in know alex of De silver decisionism gets beat up rock weaver illegal knee he was winning that fight in Zo wrong he looked pretty measured um the line is is crazy and and i in and, and patty's not a slimeball candidate i if i had if i'm gonna pick a guy Who's that high in my slime ball? It's going to be it over Patty. I think Patty looked pretty good in his debut. He got caught obviously, but he looked pretty good. He's got some unique kicks, pushes a good pace, and uh, his grappling is, I think, really good. Um, you know, and hopefully his wrestling's good. He's going to need good wrestling for this fight because when he gets it there, he's very good. He's very good on top. He has a problem with you know getting wrestled himself. You know, Nat Narmini, Armini, uh, one of I think it was his most recent loss. Let me check his record. Yeah. Uh, no, excuse me. Nanarmini was back in 2017. Nanarmini just just really just kind of took him down. And, and that was Patty's downfall. You know, that was Patty uh, you know, just just not the wrestler. And, and I think he's fixing that, which is good. Because I do think he's solid and guy and grappling is, is is good. Um and Vargas is a big strong guy. I think the first round's gonna be tough for Patty. I think Patty's gonna have to really ease into it. The crowds obviously be on his side. I think this should be the co-main event. I get it why it's not. This should be the co main event though, but it means it, huge fight for, for Patty Pimlet here. And the UFC's giving him favors. I think Kozula, uh, Kozula Vargas is a good opponent for Patty. And I see a lot of people maybe wanting to take the upset here. I get it. You know, the value boys are going to say the values on Vargas, you know, this and that. I just think Patty's better everywhere. I do. I, you know, maybe not defeat. No. Vargas is, isn't the cleanest striker either. They both have decent power in the feet, and you, you got to be careful on the feet. Vargas is more just like a rough guy. He wants to fuck you up. He wants to get in the clinch. He wants to beat you up. I like Paddy's overall game better, and and I really want to see his improved wrestling. I want to see if he can get this fight to the ground and, and really work the wrestling. So give me Paddy the baddie. I'm not changing. That's my pick. Um, I gave out what the on Anakin Florian. I said whatever the the books give you a better line. So submission for Patty is plus one eighty. TKO is a plus one fifty. So the books are smart. They're both they're on that. Um, you know, cause it was pretty tough too. Decision plus three thirty. I think all those are options for you. Maybe think about it a little bit, kind of visualize how the fight will go uh but either way you're getting a better better number of patty i think prop plays the way here i have tko written down i always write down because i'm trying to get better at my prop predictions my my, my overall fight predictions so i had tko written down here i feel like he can take him and, and put him in uh some compromising situation but vargas is tough man if, if he gases though it could be a problem so i like Patty to win all right next up Arnold allen 17 and one he's a minus 110 uh pick him dan hooker Minus 110, pick him as well. He's 21 and 11. Let's see at this line, this line's moving like crazy. Arnold Allen was the underdog when I picked. Minus 115 versus minus 105. So the slightest of favorites are Arnold Allen. So look, this fight uh, is a good fight. I, I I went on record and said, I don't like Dan Hooker at 145. People are making a big deal about the weight cut. And then there's another side of people making a big deal that he's made 45 before. Everyone calmed down. I'm not making a big deal about anything, right? I saw him. I saw pictures of him. He looks obviously skinny. He's getting down to 45. He's, he's a bigger, bigger uh, guy. 162 was his weight the other day. I don't think that's crazy. Um, my biggest issue is I just didn't like him at 45. I mean, when you lose to Jason Knight, I just don't like it. And then as your careers progressed at 55, you're, you're slowing down. Arnold Allen, this is a three-round fight. Arnold Allen can pitch a pretty good pace. He's undefeated in the UFC, 17-1 in overall. Fights once a year. He's going to have a lot of energy here. Uh, I think Dan Hooker is better in a lot of spots here. I think Dan Hooker is better on the feet. I think Dan Hooker possibly has maybe not better on the ground, but better submissions on the ground. Um, I just think Arnold Allen kind of mixes everything together he's a tough guy he finds a way to win and I'm gonna back that so I haven't changed my pick it's Arnold Allen by decision is is my official pick and this is slime ball candidate again Arnold Allen slime ball candidate and I'll tell you why I'm doing this too right I lost last week to Kenny it was Roundtree and Robinson was the the deciding fight. Uh, he had Khalil I around, or excuse me, he had Khalil I Robertson. Obviously, I lost. Kenny won the pick him. This is our deciding fight here, so I really dove in, right, and dove into this. And I just like Arnold Allen by decision here. Arnold Allen by decisions plus one eighty. I think that's a great number, uh, considering he's a slight favorite now. Co-main event. I think he's going to come out there, and I think Dan Hooker is going to look good. And I think he's going to quickly fade. I think it's going to be a very competitive fight. I think it's going to obviously go through rounds. I think it will go to decision. Competitive fight. I think Arnold Allen will take over in two and three. Arnold Allen, though, the one pause I have is he did slow down that Sadiq fight. Sadiq was moving forward the entire time. Uh, Dan Hooker likes to counter. He likes to mix things up. He's got long-range weapons. But he's not like a super pressure-forward kind of fighter like Sadiq is. And Dan Hooker's not have this world-class cardio. However... I think the reason Dan Hooker's going to 45 is, is he, want, he wants to see a little more of the Nasrat fight, where he wrestled Hasbrass. He might want to wrestle here. You know, he got embarrassed by Islam. He's like, maybe I can maybe I can do that to guys at 45. Maybe that's his thinking. I don't know, but I like Arnold Allen here. He's a slimeball cannon. All right, next up, main event here, Alexander Volkoff. I have him at minus 120, and Tommy Aspinall at plus 110, or excuse me, plus 100. It is completely switched. Alexander Volkov is now the underdog at plus 110. And Tommy Asper is a minus 130 favorite. Holy schmaukers. Uh, I like Tommy Espinel. Uh, I like him in this fight. I'm not super confident in this fight. I, you know, I like Aspen. I like his skills. He, he looks lean. He looks lean. I've seen pictures of him. He looks to be in great shape. He looks to be taking it seriously, looking at me, uh, ready to go five rounds with Volkov, who's a fucking tough fucking dude. Uh, Volkov has been five rounds before. He's had trouble stopping the takedowns. You know, his, 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 uh, his long-range weapons are dangerous, but there's ways to get in on him. You know, it's just a tough fight to cap. It really is. I thought the value was on Volkov at minus 120. I think at plus 110, the value is all over Volkov at this point. I'm not a value boy, though. I'm going to pick Aspinall. I'm going to stick with my pick. I think Aspinall can TKO him late. That is putting a lot of faith on the fact that Tommy Aspinall has cardio can go five rounds because I don't fucking know. There's nothing I know less than if he can do that because we just haven't fucking seen it. But I like Tom Aspinall enough to pick him. Uh, you know, I liked him as an underdog. I, I like him as a favorite. I'm not backtracking. But uh, it's going to be an interesting fight here. Can Aspinall box him up? Can he get him down? Can he submit him? How's his wrestling? Can Volkov, who has struggled wrestling in the past game, stop the takedown? Tom Aspinall's a big dude. He's six fucking five. I think he'll be okay in the striking. Volkov, one of the few really tall guys... You Stefan Struve then do this. Stefan Struve was seven foot and had a terrible time managing distance. Volkov does distance really well. It's really hard to get in on him. That can confuse Aspinall. There's a lot of different avenues this can go. So value boys, I think you hammer Volkov. Me though, I'm in the Tommy Aspinall side. He's won me a lot of money in his four UFC fights. I've rode him every single time. I'm going to ride him to the fucking wheels fall off. So let's go. All right, that's the show. That is it. So let me give you my locks. Recap on the locks here. Send them home. We got Gunnar Nelson by Sup. Dog lock. We got Jack Shore. Mortar lock. We got Nathaniel Wood. In the slime ball parlay. In the slime ball parlay. My green notebook. Call this the money book. Secrets and just everything. Got the slime ball written down. Slime ball number one. Remember. Five and one on the year. Five and fucking one on the year. I like to see another capper giving out a slime ball every week. I miss one week. I miss one week. I like to see another capper give out a, a three fight parlay every week and be five and one. Show me him. Okay. I'm sure. <laughs> I got so confident. I'm sure there's fucking hundreds. But anyway, I'm confident. Nathaniel Wood, number one, motor lock. Boom. Aliyah Toporia, he's going to be in the slime ball. I think he's going to cruise. I think he's that good of a fighter. Fuck you. I know he's chalky, but I like him. And then here, I'm going to counteract the chalk. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I want to beat Kenny Florian. Arnold Allen, that's a slime ball. Nathaniel Wood, Aliyah Topora. Arnold Allen, plus 194. We're in the plus, baby. I could have took Patty. I could have took, I mean, Gunny. You know what I mean? I could took these chalks. I took two big chalks and a medium. A pick really, right? I mean, is he a favorite? Yeah, minus 150. Slight favorite. All right. Slime ball parlay. That's it. That is the show. Uh, Listen, MMA takes podcasts on all platforms. You got it on uh, uh, YouTube's, IGs, Twitters. I love to interact with everyone. You love MMA. I love you. Uh, Anakin Florian podcast. Go download that. I, I've been on that this week. Uh, past two weeks I've been on actually, so you should be listening to that. By the way, we've, real quick, real real, real real quick. So I'm obviously biased. Even before I've been on the show, I I listened to every MMA or I have every MMA podcast known to man. Right? I've, I've seen. I've listened to them all. I am shocked and embarrassed by the MMA community that Josh Thompson and Big John McCartney have a weighing in or whatever that podcast is, has more subscribers and a bigger listenership than John Ankin and employ in. That is appalling, right? Josh Thompson and John McCartney can at least suck. Josh Thompson's a creep. Google it. Go look it up. The guy's a creep, Okay. Read some of his DMs he has sent. And John McCartney, nice guy, shitty announcer, don't care about his takes. Yeah, we get it, dude. You wrote the fucking rules. Yeah, we get it, dude. You're in UFC 1, okay? I am ashamed of the MMA community that John Anik and Kenny Florian's podcast. The Anik and Florian podcast is not number one. And that has nothing to do with me being on every every once in a while. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that I have listened to them all. Mortal Kombat with Luke Thomas? Luke Thomas blocked me because he's soft as tissue paper. I disagree with him on a tweet. I didn't even, I'm not even a troll. I disagree with the guy and he blocks me. Brian Campbell seems okay. Seems like a, you know, more of a boxing guy, likes MMA, you know, whatever. They got more. Michael Bisping's podcast. Come on. MMA community. You know, if you're not going to do it for the MMA takes podcast, which I think we're the most original podcast around. If you're not going to do it for me, do it for Anik and Florian. Who the fuck doesn't like John Anik? Who the fuck doesn't like Kenny Florian? Who doesn't like picks? all right that's the end of the show the end of the show of the rants by the way uh, two people have rate and reviewed uh i'm at 37 now i want to get the 40 go to apple podcast rate and review the show write a comment baby i'll shout it on the podcast the two people that have rated or who have at least rated to not leave a comment um leave a comment i'll out on the podcast i really appreciate it. let's get to 40 baby let's get the 40 let's go Woo! hey Fel, do me a favor get her down out there what do you say Woo! Let her dance. <laughs> <Woo>! Come, on, <laughs> Woo! Woo! Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, little <laughs> pal, we don't want you. To. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker, back. Come on. Motherfucker. Come on. Motherfucker. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Escort this gentleman to the door. Come on. Did you see that shit? That's Dalton. Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.